Hi, I want to welcome you to the Arise Ministries MomCast today. I'm Pam Keneally, co-founder of Arise Ministries, and Mel Hyatt is with me. She's Project Development Director, and we're just so very excited to bring you this podcast today. You know what? We have with us Hannah Keeley from Richmond, Virginia, and I want you to know I already love her. Uh, She is a mom of seven, a wife of one, and a lover of Jesus. And here's the best part, the part that will likely resonate with you today, my friend. She understands mom madness with being out of shape, with suffocating, with house clutter and drowning in financial worries and sobbing uncontrollably in your bedroom closet because of exhaustion and zero motivation. Moms, listen here, she gets it. Hannah is with us today to talk about her best-selling book. You're going to love the title, Mom Fog, Eight Steps to Overcoming Mom Fatigue Syndrome. She's been featured on the Today Show, Rachel Ray, Fox and Friends, PBS, and the 700 Club. Goodness, I can't wait for you to hear her share with us tips on how to break out of the murkiness our brains sometimes feel as a mom. So... With that being said, Hannah, welcome. We're glad you're with us today. I am so excited I'm here. Like you're just you're just speaking my language, girl. Like <laughs> you are ministering to moms and whoo, you, well, you're speaking my language. Thank you. Well, I tell you what, before we get into your book and how just some other things, just is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about you before we begin? Yeah, totally. I, I think that I am a hundred percent accessible. Like I, I, like I have been there. I've done that. Like I know what they're going through. Like sometimes when you see someone who's, Oh, she has a book out and she's been on TV and all that. You're like, Oh, well that must be nice. It's like, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's rewind some to me on the floor, literally collapsed on a pile of laundry crying so hard you can't tell like snot from tears like let, like let's go back there because that is um and that's what I keep on hearing from my clients they're like wait you really get it like you're really accessible you understand I'm like yeah because God had to pull me through it and I remember that Pam I remember when I would be feeling so much pain like with you know being so broke I couldn't afford to feed my kids or you know when some kind of tragedy would hit. And I'd be like, God, like what is going on? And he would clearly say, you need to feel this. So you know how the woman feels that I'm leading you to minister to. And I'm like, okay, I'm game. I love that. I love that. Well, we know right off that you're real. And that is just, that makes you so uh, attractive to every mom out there. So like, uh, it's so real. You can probably hear that uh, people outside doing the, the lawn care, like that real. Okay. <laughs> hear the hear the air blower out there. Yeah, that real. We love that. We love that real. So okay. Yeah. I appreciate that you reminding us. Hey, I'm still a human and especially as our listeners to remember, like we're feeling all of these feelings too. I know you have some great, important and spiritual things you're gonna speak into us, but I have a question that I have to ask you before we get into the nitty-gritty. Okay. Tell us about you turning down this publisher who offered you $50,000 for mom. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. You just went straight for the jugular there, didn't you? Okay. So I, I honestly, I didn't turn him down. Like I got offered from one of the biggest publishing houses. If I said it, you know, it $50,000 to write this book, mom fog. 
So anyway, signed the contract, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm like dancing around the house. And I got so excited. I rewarded myself from spending some of that money on getting new furniture for my office. I'm like, well, I need to have a nice office to write it. And like, I just went over the top. And so it's all done. The manuscript's done. I turn it in and I got the call. And the editor called. She's like, okay, well, we're having some problems with the content. I'm like, oh no, what? Like, this is exactly what we discussed. What's going on? She's like, well, we don't like using certain words like abundance or prosperity um, and we feel like it's this, the, her words now is too empowering for moms. And I said, uh, but, but wait, all this has been proven in my programs. Like I have thousands of testimonials that what i what I do works like this, these strategies work. She's like, yeah. And I said, so empowering meaning like they just, they need to do the laundry or they need to just keep the house clean or take care of the kids. She's like, Yeah. And I'm telling you, something in me rose up. You can call it the Lion of Judah, but something in me rose up. And it was like, I need to defend those moms who have a right, a God-given right to live an empowered life. And so I said, you know what? I, I didn't have to say, let me pray about it. Like, it was one of those kind of moments. I said, I don't think this is the right fit. She's like, no, we can have it ghostwritten for you. We can just use your name. I'm like, oh, no. No, I knew what I had to do. And I was like, I want to buy the book back. So I had to pay 50000 Get So here I am with furniture that I couldn't afford now. <laughs> I already spent the money. So I had to buy it back. But I'm telling you, just from self-publishing that book, we've already reached well into six figures from women who get it. And they're like, oh my gosh, this has changed my life. Let me tell you, let me tell you. And just from that alone... I know that God orchestrated that to get truth, not some watered down version of it, but truth that will impact lives of moms. So Absolutely. yeah, that was, that was tough. That was like a, a sucker punch. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I can feel it, sister. I can feel it. Well, moms, I want you to know, cause we have a lot of single moms listening today that, that this is a book, honestly, that is for every mom. It's not really, it's not designated married mom or single mom. It is a fabulous book with so many tips. I wish I would have known years ago. And I even picked up some tips in reading it now. And so I'm really excited about her telling us more about it. But you know what, Hannah, you talked in your book about mom brain, about yeah. the mom brain. And is that a real thing? Oh, my goodness. And what is that? So real. Well, this is what happens. It's like we think something has happened to our brain. Like for some reason, like after I gave birth to this baby, my brain turned to mush. And that's not necessarily untrue because they have done studies, like they've done MRIs with women before and after they had babies. They looked at their brains through an MRI scan. And they found out that after a woman has a baby, she has a significant loss of gray matter in her brain. And the thing is, years later, it's a longitudinal study. So they look back years and years later, and she still had the loss of gray matter. It never came back. And so when these women are like, oh my gosh, I left my coffee on top of the car and pulled away and Starbucks is all over the highway, or um, your kid's coming to you and telling you something and you're like not even hearing what they're saying. Or you walk in a room and it's like, what did I walk in here for? And you think you're going crazy. And part of that is true because what happens is you have such higher demand and God is good. 
He would not make us lose our minds, literally our brains, without supplementing it with something else. So it's like your brain is like this amazing handbag. And you can only stick so much in it. Like, I don't know if you ever tried to like put too much in your purse and you can't zip it or your luggage. Well, that's our brain. And we can only put so much in there. So we have to sacrifice something because now we have a whole new set of demands and that is the survival of our child. So now we have more of an, of almost like an intrinsic ability in our brain to be able to perceive other things that other people can't see. So yeah, we forget our coffee or we walk in a room and we don't know what we went in there for. But on the other side of that, we have this new set of abilities. Like, I don't know if you're like this. I bet you are though, because you're a mom, but being able to know there's something wrong with my kid. Like I know they're saying everything's okay, but I'm feeling something, something's wrong with my kid. Or that moment where you just intuitively like run upstairs and you realize your toddler was right at the top step. Or you like grab your kid before he runs out in traffic. Like those kind of things were like, oh God, thank you. He said, yeah, I designed your brain to have a new perception of what's going on around you so that you can ensure the survival of your child. So moms have this thing called mom brain. It's real, but we can use it for us. And so that's what my programs like the mom fog challenge is all on how to tap into those new abilities that we have as moms and like leverage those to create successful lives. I do love that. You know what you talked in the book about mom fatigue syndrome. What is that? Mom fatigue syndrome is when you're suffering from mom brain and you don't understand what's going on. It's that time when things just feel foggy. Like you even talked at the very beginning, that murkiness of your brain. When you're like, what is wrong here? I feel like I'm just, I have no energy. I'm going around in a, in a fog. What is happening to me? I'm losing my mind. You think this, but you're not, you just haven't learned the right strategies. So we do things like, okay, I'm going to get a new workout plan, or I'm going to buy a new day planner. That's going to help me get my life together. I'm going to set up my alarms on the phone and that's going to help me. And it may work, but then we go back to how life originally like was for us in that frustration. But what we're doing is we're using systems and strategies that work for people who don't have mom brain. So it may work for that executive sitting behind that oak table in the corner office because he's not interrupted every 10 minutes. He can actually go to the bathroom and not be, you know, not someone like hammering down the door when you're right in the middle of using the bathroom. Like he can do this kind of things or she can do this kind of things. But for a mom, we don't have that luxury. So we try these programs. We try the day planners. We try the diets. We try the decluttering strategies and then we can't do it. And it makes us feel like a loser. And that is learned helplessness. We try something, we fail, and now we feel inadequate to even try anything else. So that's what, that's what that mom fatigue syndrome is. It's learned helplessness. I've learned from trying and failing and trying and failing, why even try anymore? It's like, why even pick up the toys? Why even wash the dishes? And so that is what mom fatigue syndrome is. And we wonder why we're so exhausted why we're so tired, why we can't sit down in the afternoon without falling asleep, why we're spending eight hours just scrolling on Instagram. That's what's happening. Hannah, Makes sense to me. I'm sitting here watching you and we're on a Zoom call for our listeners, just so you know, because we didn't we didn't go drive all the way to Virginia to hang out with her. We want to, though. <laughs> I wish you could. <laughs> maybe, you know, but I, I think, man, you're so wise and so empowered, but 
this obviously has come through you experiencing things and overcoming them. What were you like when you first became a mom? Mm. Is this, is, does this have an explicit rating? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to keep it clean? No, I'm just joking. Um, it, I can't, it was so hard. Like I remember the day it hit me, I'll tell you about that day. I, I was walking in with a load of laundry and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror in our bedroom. And I was just going to add the load of laundry to the seven other loads that were sitting there waiting to be folded. And I was telling myself, yeah, I'm going to fold it later. And I just collapsed. Like I collapsed right there on top of the laundry and began bawling my head off like the ugly cry. And I kept on saying, God, like I need help. Like I was so broke. There was nothing to eat in the house. I couldn't afford anything to feed my children. I couldn't pay my bills. The house was a wreck. I had no energy. I was depressed. I went to bed with anxiety every single night, like just lingering on my chest and I could feel that way. And I hated my life, but I loved my children and I loved my family. And, and I knew that God had made me for more than this. And I remember bawling and bawling. And I said, God, I just want, I need help. I need someone to come in and help me with my money or my, or my time or my home or my children or my anxiety. Like, please send something. And he told me to do something at that moment. That was, I mean, I heard it down here. You know, when you hear the voice of God and it's so clear and man, I heard it so clear. And he said, get up and fold your laundry. And you would think that's nothing. But at that moment, that is exactly what I needed to hear. And God said, I can't take you there unless you can do here. What is in front of you? What is before you? That's like, you know, oh, I want to lead all these nations. Well, what do you have in your hand? You're holding a rod. Let's do that. Let's start with that. So he said, get up and fold your laundry. And I did the most amazing thing. I'd never done it before. I took action. And then that one little step led to the next and the next and the next. What God was saying, you don't need help out here. I am in you. I've never forsaken you. I've never left you. I'm right here. Trust me, let's do the next thing. And it was at that point that I, I had to figure out what is the solution. And, and God was working in me something that I could now help other moms who were struggling. And that's what happened. He began to show me other moms. He's like, now take what I've shown you and bring it to the world. Right. I love that. You know what? I love the fact that you tell us about rock bottom because most every mom out there has hit it or is in it or has just come yeah. out of it. And so we really relate to women that that share their rock bottom experiences because especially when they see there's victory on the other side. But how did yeah. you transform your life? How did you transform your life after hitting rock bottom? That's what our moms want to know. How did you do that? Okay. Okay, well, I mean, that's what I lay out when the eight steps and um, the mom fog challenge, like we work through that every single week. We do one of those eight steps. But I, when I was doing it, I didn't even know I was doing it. And then God showed me, here's what happened. First, you had to create a vision for your life. Next, you had to reverse engineer on how to get to those goals. Third, you had to start speaking out something other than that negative self-talk you were hearing in your brain and start speaking positive over it. So every single step he showed me is what I put into the mom thought challenge so that we could just, you know, instead of like wasting a decade <laughs> trying to figure it out, we could just do it all and just get it accomplished week by week. But that is, and, and here's the deal. 
Pam, I think this is so important because a lot of people want to know how. Like when you're like, oh, my business made a million dollars, people are like, how? Or when, oh, I got a, I got a show on PBS, they're like, how? And the thing is, we don't have to know how as much as we have to know who. Yes. And if we know who, he's got a specific how for every single person because he um, anointed you for that. He created you for that. And he wants your success even worse than you want your success. And so when we partner with him, he's going to give us that divine revelation that you can't get from Google or you can't, you, you know, you can't search it on Pinterest. You can't get it from a, from an expert. It has to be that divine wisdom where he will tell you exactly what to do. And I guarantee that's going to challenge you more than anything else is trusting the wisdom of God is listening in, leaning in, trusting it and following through. Like when he told me to start tithing, I was like, we are too broke to tithe because we made like my husband made less than a thousand dollars a month. That's what we lived off. And I was like, we can't tithe. There's no money there. And when I made a decision that day that I was going to take God's word and use it as like a self-help book, I was going to just use it as a manual. And when he showed me in his word that when we tithe, when we bring the first fruits to him, he opens the doors of heaven, like the windows of heaven is so much pours in our life. We can hardly receive it all. I was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm, I made a decision. I'm going to do it. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how I'm going to eat. I don't know how I'm going to pay bills, but I had to do it. And I'm telling you, I, that first tithe check, I think it was dripping in sweat. <laughs> I was just like pitting out sick. And I even had to go to the mailbox and put it in there and walk away because I knew I'd come up with an excuse not to. Mm-hmm. And God transformed our finances in such remarkable ways. But it's that like he's always got the way on the other side of the obedience. We have to be obedient. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I appreciate you. You know, we're, we're encouraging the moms here, but also reminding them what this is really about and who I love that. It's not how it's who you had mentioned earlier that average techniques aren't working for us moms because of our mom brain. I'm wondering how do you coach moms differently in mom fog to make sure that they're getting these results? Well, it's funny because like, I just want to challenge people. How many day planners have you bought? Like, like, you know, like seriously, how, and so we'll, well, oh, that day planner's not working. Let me get another one. And so what we do differently is we do kind of an inside out method of coaching. And that's actually what I train life coaches to do. That's why the life coaches that, that we're training are so powerful and so effective is we always think we have to change the circumstances. How do I make more money? How do I uh, manage my time better? How do I um, build more obedience into my children? We think it's the circumstances, but what we don't understand is your mind is holding a belief about the circumstance. So we don't, we don't manage the money until first we can manage our thoughts around the money. And if you can get clarity around that, that's why Proverbs says like above all else, Guard your heart for out of it flows all the issues of life. So whatever you subconsciously believe about your body, you're going to continue to manifest that belief in your behavior. So it's like you have a belief and then your belief becomes your biology. You feel a certain way. And then because you feel a certain way, that biology becomes your behavior. 
So that's why you do the action. So for example, you could believe like, um, I'll always be fat. I'll always struggle with my weight. I can't lose weight. And even though you're like, okay, I'm going to do this whole 30 thing, or I'm going to do this new um, keto thing or whatever, you'll get the circumstance, you'll get the thing in your environment outside of you to change, but you can't follow through or you'll follow through and you'll go back because that belief is still there about your body. And it causes you to feel a sense of heaviness or a sense of stress in you. And out of that stress, what do we do? We eat. So if we could like, and that's why I talk about how our life coaches, we really rewire the brain to be more like the mind of Christ. So if we can get the right thought about our body, like um, I, have, I have all the energy in the world. That's one thing I tell myself every day. I have all the energy in the world. I am um, lean, strong, healthy, vibrant, flexible. Like I tell myself these things out loud every morning. And so when, it's, when I'm hungry, it's like I, I reach for an apple. Because I don't have that biology that says, I'm doing without, I'm not enough, I feel heavy. Mm-hmm. So all of that, does that make sense? I know that's like, yes, it it's is. like basically all of like our life coaching model put into like a little nutshell. So, but that's what we do differently. Yes. You know, what I heard you say is that we are some of our thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, um, as you were talking about, tell yourself positive things. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. And so if I need faith and there's nobody around to tell it to me other than the spirit of God, then I better speak it out loud because I need to hear it myself. So sometimes if faith comes by hearing, you're the one that needs to say, I can do this. I'm empowered. I am a child of God. I am anointed with his spirit and all those I am's, you know, start speaking those, you know, because like you said, the, the thought and then the emotion and then finally eventually leads to an action. But I wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit more about what I read in your book, the mom mastery method. And then you mentioned eight steps. So can you highlight that for me a bit? Ooh, well, it would be hard to go through all eight steps, but I, but I do want to give actionable steps for us to take. That's very important. Um, but you know what? The Holy Spirit won't let me leave something. So I want to go back to what you said, but remind me of that because I want to go back to what you said. Faith comes by hearing because the word of God just shows is such a brilliant example of all of the amazing neurological principles we're discovering in coaching. And so when you say faith comes by hearing, and then the other part of that is hearing by the word of God. Yes. And so when we have faith, that comes out of a result of a result of what we've been telling ourselves. Like how many times do you say like, oh, I'm so sick and tired of this, or he never listens to me. Like those things that unconsciously come out that has developed our faith. So it could be positive or negative. Like faith can work for you or against you. So fear is like having faith in the thing we don't want to happen. Yeah. So that, so whatever we're speaking We are teaching our mind to believe that on a subconscious level. So we will continue to replicate those results in our life. So when we change that around to, to model the word of God, think about the power of that. So faith comes by hearing. What are you telling yourself? Well, if hearing comes from the word of God, what if you could get those messages and intentionally apply it to your subconscious belief system? So now it's like, oh, I'm the head, not the tail on the top and not the bottom like uh, and, and you just start to believe that about yourself and that's why it's so important we have to understand that we're going to have faith no matter what so are we going to have faith for our best life or our worst life 
Like, which one are we going to believe for? It's like, which are, you know, I put before you life and death. And so God's like, choose life that you and your descendants may be blessed. Like make this choice because we don't even realize the unconscious choices we're making. So part of that mom mastery method is the first thing is we have to be aware of what we're telling ourselves. We've got to become aware of the subconscious messages that we're telling ourselves. What we see in our life is only like the tip of the iceberg. What's happening is so much is underneath in the subconscious and the belief system. So when we start to change that around, we start to see the results show. And so another thing, one of um, another step that we do that's really, really important is developing a vision for our life. And I know everyone talks about vision boards, right? Like that's a big thing right now, especially the beginning of the year or, or whenever really vision boards are a really popular thing, but people create craft projects. They're not creating vision boards. So we'll go to like a vision board party and get a really good vision board together, put it up on our wall. And it's just like another piece of artwork. We don't understand it's a tool. So we don't just teach how to create a vision. And we have a lot of um, a method to create that vision for your life where it's like short-term, long-term, long-term goals, all this kind of thing. But not just that, how do we use it as a tool? So one thing I wanna challenge everyone and this is probably one of the best steps you can do today is if you have a vision board, first of all, if you have not created a vision board, you don't have to spend that much time. Just get a few pictures of what you'd love to see show up in your life and put on your phone, put it as, you know, right there on your phone, like your wallpaper. So you can see it in front of you, but here's the difference. Visit it every single day. Visit. We call it a vision visit. So I go in front of my vision board and I see the massive goals that I have. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. For all these people inside Mom Master University, thank you, God, for the speaking engagements. Thank you, Father, for that trip with my family around the world. Like, I will speak and I will praise God and thank him right there in front of the vision. So I'm breathing life into that vision. I don't just put it up as a piece of artwork. So what we do is very different because moms are so busy. It's easy for them to do something and then forget about it. Like, have you ever made like, this is going to be my daily schedule from now on. And they're like, where did I put that? Like I did, I did it like two weeks ago. And I think I did it on like the back of a grocery list. Oh, where did I put that? But we don't, but I know how your brain works. And so that's why we do things and we create, this is actually another step is we create habits and routines around those steps that are most um, effective in our lives. So it's one thing to teach a principle, but executing it regularly, that's what makes the difference. Yes. I think that was my favorite thing about your book, Hannah, is that it had steps, like seeing the whole book of like, oh my gosh, I am in a mom fog and I've got to get out of it. But the steps made it easier for me. And I'm like, I can take some steps, but I'm wondering, you know, I'm putting myself in that place where I'm completely exhausted and eight steps is just too much in that moment. What do you think mom who's just at the end of her rope is the first step? What's the first thing that she can do? I think the first thing is almost like, well, here's the deal. I want to tell you what the first thing is to do, but that's what everyone goes for. That's what the mind naturally goes to. And I want to, and I just want to highlight that even in you asking, what is the first thing to do? Our minds immediately go to that. That's how our brain is wired. What do I need to do, right? We never think, what do I need to believe? 
I mean, think about whenever you have a problem, we go to Google, we search on our phone. What do I need to do? What do I need to do? Uh, my kids having a hard time at school. What do I need to do? Do I need to talk to the teacher? Do I need to do this? We always go to that and we forget that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We need to change what's going on in our heart, what we're speaking. So what I would like to challenge moms today is to rein in that desire, that overwhelming urge to do something. Because everyone does that. Everyone teaches how to do stuff. But what if that's not it? What if the first thing you can do is believe something different? So I would like to challenge moms. What is one thing you can believe about yourself today that flies in the face of everything you've told yourself? Can you believe today I am enough? Is, is that, I mean, think about if we could believe I am enough. Think about how that settles us down. Just the thought I'm enough. We, we're not grabbing our phones and trying to distract ourselves. We're not running to Netflix and trying to distract ourselves. We're not running to the fridge and trying to distract ourselves. We're in that state of like, I'm enough. And now in this place of enough, now what can I do? So if we change what we believe first, it naturally flows into what we do. So if we believe I'm enough, now when our kid comes to us and wants to play, we're like, oh, yeah, totally. Because I'm not on Instagram. I'm not in a bag of Fritos. I'm not watching Netflix. I'm not drinking a bottle of wine. Like, I'm not arguing with someone. Now I'm enough and I'm here with you and I can be present in this place. Yes, I love that. And it reminds me in your book, you said that um, as a child of, of the Most High God, his DNA is in you. You know, I'm enough because he is in me. But it just made me stop and think that, Moms out there, listen to me. You are not who you think you are. You are much, much more. You are much, much more than who you think you are. And put yourself in a position to, to be in, in that mindset so God can show you who you are. So I, I thank you for saying that, Hannah. That really spurred on that comment that I wanted to make about who we are. And it goes into our identity and everything. But thank you for saying that. You know, you mentioned in your book the Mom Fog Challenge. And I want our moms to hear about that. What's that about? It's, it's about everything that's cool and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in. We're all in. Super cool. So this was um, what I decided to do. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to self-publish my book, Mom Fog, but I'm not going to just do that. What if I made it so I could walk with moms every single week? They get trainings and, and we can go through this entire book together. So it's not like a book. It's more like, okay, it's, it's a program. We're going to walk through it. We're going to create the vision. We're going to change what we say about ourselves. We're going to start developing these habits, all of that. So I decided, and if you go to momfog.com, it's right there. You can get started. And we do a challenge every single month. So we could be in the middle of it when you listen to it, or but, but just get inside or get on the waiting list or something because it's so powerful. And we have had moms that are just like, I can't even describe the stories that come out of this. It's just the first module, they're like, their jaws drop just realizing who they actually are. Just like you said, Pam, you, you are so much more than you believe you are. And I truly believe moms, like I, I know the enemy attacks moms because we're so powerful, because we have so much impact. 
because we're changing the nations that are going to come after us. You know, we're, we're generational change. And so I think that's why moms are under so much attack spiritually. And I believe that that power of God, I'm talking to a mom right now. I don't know what it is, but that understand that you may feel like you're not impacting your children. You're overrun by the chores around the house that can change because the power of God is in you to work through you, to change what is around you. That is what we're called for. We are called to be world changers starting right where we are. But that's what I, I help moms with is that first module, just understanding who you are. And then out of that, everything flows. Hannah, can you remind us where they go to, to start this challenge? Is it online? Is it yeah. Yeah. You can go to momfog.com. Momfog.com. Okay. I like it. Momfog.com. And that's, that's where everything gets started. That's where the craziness begins, baby. <laughs> you have other programs or things you've, you've created for moms or is, is it just that mom fog? Oh no, so much. So we have um, mom mastery university and that's actually our, um, if you're interested in like being part of a community and we're working together every week, we get new coachings, new trainings every single week. That is mommastery.com. And also I train up life coaches. So we train up faith-based life coaches to go out and, and change the world. And so we're coaching and also building up coaches so we can be a maximum impact to this world. I love that. I do too. I just, I'm just wondering as you've talked about, First of all, I love what you said about that we are who we are, the power that we have, that we're empowered. But your book, you said you have we have the power to change lives, break curses, confer blessings, and reign with dignity. I love that statement. That, but that that was my crowning statement in your whole book, sister. But I wanted to know uh, what is the theme verse behind your coaching technique? Do you have a theme verse? Well, this is what, this is what God told me in Romans twelve two. But Romans 12, 2 is do, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. And I'm telling you, at the time when he showed me that verse, he said, your life isn't good, pleasing, or perfect. So why don't you stop with your little cleverness and why don't you do things my way? And so I stopped conforming to the pattern of this world and started, and that's why I'm like, you got to get to what you're believing. And I and I transformed my mind to model more of the mind of Christ so I could actually see the results in my life. But yeah, I would say that kind of sums it up there. I do love that. That's awesome. You know what? Um, I just wanted to know, first of all, I want, I want our listeners to know that Hannah is known as America's number one mom coach. And, you know, that she coaches people. And that's kind of what she does with the purpose of helping moms. So I wanted you to know that's her purpose. And I wanted you to know her role and that she's available and you can find her. Um, I just want to know, where can people go uh, to get a free copy, let's say, of Mom Fog and even maybe even sign up for the Mom Fog Challenge? Where can they go? You can go to momfog.com. Okay, you said that, and I just wanted to repeat. Yeah, and you can also go to my website, hannahkeely.com, and find out more about me. We have we have a lot of different places you can go. You can go to mm-hmm. crazyblessedbook.com and get a free book there as well. So, so you can just, like, get started there, and hopefully we'll be able to get some resources in your hands so we can help you change what's going on. We love that. We are all about providing these free resources. So thank you for offering that book for free. 
Um, otherwise, Kim would have had to be buying a whole bunch of your books because <laughs> we would want our moms to I have know. them. <laughs> oh, well, Hannah, thank you so much yes, for your, yes. not just knowledge and wisdom, but I love your spirit. Like you are just on fire and just loud in the sense of that you have something to say and you know you do and I love that and the furniture is beautiful <laughs> that you have <laughs> thank you so much and paid for yes amen <laughs> well as always we want to thank you listeners uh, of the MomCast podcast listening today on Arise Ministries we love hearing from you about how our conversations impact your life so leave a comment or send us an email at info at ariseministries.net we invite you to help us reach more moms. And you can do that by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. And most importantly, share it on your social media platforms. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, listeners. We hope you all have a wonderful day.